25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the rest right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All right. I got my microphone at 45 degrees. <laughs> That's an Remember angle, not a temperature. 65, yeah. yeah. And I'm ready to go with hour number two of the show here in the Farm Bureau st- 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 studio. What was that, uh, Paul? Phil, Phil uh, Collins. Phil Collins song? Sister Studio. Let me tell you, if you were a DJ in that time playing that song, it was in hot rotation. It would drive you crazy. Oh, really? It it did. Yeah, I, I it was a Suvia Susa Studio. I don't know what studio. it meant. I don't. I, I'm sure I did at the time. There was probably some story. I was Listen, just irritated man. because yet again, here's a Phil Collins hit. Why do you people keep doing this to me? Why? <laughs> so, were you not a big fan of Phil Collins? No, I was not. Well, we can now, he's say talented this. guy. I know, but and, and right, and and you're right because I remember you know growing. I don't know what it was, but you're right. Any song that he did, it was. Yeah. Non-stop wall-to-wall on yeah. any radio pop radio station. Radio-friendly, I guess. But because of that, it's sort of the soundtrack of the 80s. You can very clearly identify, if you're a child of the 80s, hand up here, you can very clearly identify the artists and the sound of 80s music. It's Madonna, it's Phil Collins, it's Whitney Houston. Uh, who am I leaving out? And, and, and who seems weird on that list? Yeah, exactly. Bill Collins. Bill Collins. Ugly little dude. <laughs> Bald. Yeah. Plays a, he's a drummer. In the air tonight, I got to say, that drum solo, you know, I love right. that. I love that part. Well, you know, it's... Um, and I wish it would rain down. That's the other one. There were a couple <laughs> of good ones. Yeah. That was a great one. I'm trying to look up some of the songs here, but yeah, regardless, it's one of those where like you hear those and immediately it takes you back to like 1984. Early 80s, Cindy Lauper, but that was a little bit obscure, a little, a little tiny, teeny bit, you know, more ob- obscure. Um, Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> that was a she had a couple of hits, and she's been riding that train. Oh, yeah. No doubt. All right, here we go. Where are we? What day is this? What planet am I on? This is, oh, yeah, Fluffy, in the air tonight, okay? The drum solo, you know, in the air tonight. He goes, in the air tonight was a drum machine. Fraud! <laughs> was was it? it really a drum machine? That's why the timing was perfect, I guess. Yeah, the timing was absolutely perfect. And he's a drummer. Yeah. Uh, I feel he couldn't do his... He should have done it. That would have been, that would have been Fluffy, a showstopper right there in the middle of the show. Fluffy, you're playing right into Roger's hands. Roger would prefer to bash Phil Collins... <laughs> For the next 30 minutes, but we... Sorry, sorry, moving on. Let's talk about the lane train again. <laughs> the lane train. Pull that handle, baby. 
<laughs> the lane train. I'm talking about I've got family members, you know, looking up lane train shirts on you know to buy online and they gotta be be careful with that one. It can go south. Yeah. There could be some unfortunate memes be coming careful. out of this well, that, one. Yeah. Look, let's just hope. I mean, Lane Kiffin, he's forty four, forty five now. He's he's grown up a lot. That's what happens. Y'all know it. Y'all know that's what happens. You get to a certain age and things just change. You grow up and you're not interested in some of the same. <laughs> you, you just see life a lot more clearly. You make better choices and you focus on the right things. And I think they're getting them at the right time. They're going to win. Look, yeah. my pastor in Tupelo, Matt Powell, great guy, great family. He's a big Tennessee fan. He's from East Tennessee. And um, it was really funny. They In the kids' program on Sunday night, my daughter was in it. They threw a, a little jab at him in the dialogue of the kids' play. So this is one of these things where they, they have a book. It tells them what they, but But the orchestrators of the kids' play at church added this line for him. And it's all about stars and how one star pointed to Jesus' birth, you know, the, the star that was followed by the wise men. And so it's all about stars. Kids love it. You know, so it's all talking about stars and planets and different things. And they added the line, hey, what is that down there? I don't know. It's this really bright light. And one of the stars says, it's bright orange. They said, oh, that's probably uh, Brother Matt in an orange suit and patent leather shoes. And he's just excited because Tennessee's playing in a, and the little kid did air quotes and went, bowl game. <laughs> And the whole church bust out laughing. I was sitting next to Matt. It was really funny. Uh, but anyway, Matt said, listen, he said, they're going to win. They're, they're, I'm just telling you, they're going to win a lot of games. And so I think that's the the thought. There's a lot of positivity right now. There's a lot of people out there that think that uh, Ole Miss is going to win a lot of games uh, with Lane Kiffin. Now the question is when and what year and how, to, how long does it take to build it right where it's something that could last and you know, I think they probably learned, a lot of people there associated with Ole Miss probably learned from the, the Hugh Freeze years that, yeah, I mean, there's certain things you can do uh, to try to catch up with the Joneses quicker, and maybe it does that, but you run the risk of, you know, you get yourself caught with your hand in the cookie jar, it can come back to really bite you and then set you back even further. So what they're trying to do is build it again, but avoid some of those pitfalls. And so, by you know, if they do that, it'll take maybe – Potentially could take a little longer, but I think this time if they're smart, they're looking for a way to build it to something that's not, uh, well, to the, use a biblical analogy, it's not built on sand, it's built on solid foundation. Anyway, that's what they're looking for. I think the uh, transfer portal is, is going to mean that when we pay players, we're going to have to do it on installments. Yeah. So yeah, smaller right. bags more often. Don't pay it all up front, is that what you're saying? Right, right. Uh, Fluffy on the text line says, on the lane train, qualities of a train, powerful, strong, can be derailed by small obstacles. I think Lane will have to fight the boosters along the way. Jason on the text line says, Phil Collins after Genesis was hot garbage. <laughs> there we go. I knew uh, I liked that guy. A couple of songs were okay, but not nearly as good as the amount they were played. Much better way of much more succinct way of complaining than I, I yeah, was doing. So, so he's in line with you on yeah, this thing. Yeah. yeah. It was too too easy. People were, yeah, radio, 
Yeah, radio took a turn for the worse in the 80s, man. Yeah. So you were a DJ where? I worked, uh, I started at the college station over at MC. They, they, they've sold it since then. To, I think it's I think it's a Legends Country Music Station, which would be perfect. I mean, that, that would be perfect to end up at the station I began on. <laughs> perfect, yeah. not, not in a good way, but just perfectly ironic. Right, sure. Yeah, no. And we were playing 80s, uh, we called it uh, soft rock back then. Light oh, rock. Oh, is that rock. what it was called? Light rock. Let's talk. Light rock. <laughs> I'd be saying Let's all talk. of the stupid stuff. The best of the 60s, 70s, 80s, and today. Yeah. Somebody on the text line named uh, Joe Pesci. <laughs> so, now this is obviously not the actor. Could be. But Joe says, the only train that matters is the Trump train 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Injecting a little politics into it. Uh, like, if we if we elaborated on that for four minutes... A grand total of four minutes. What would happen? We'd make happen? half the audience angry, yeah. I, I, would, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, I mean, but what's different about that than sports radio? Well. We are going to be respected again. We're not respected. <laughs> That's sports radio. We're not respected. <laughs> we are not respected. <laughs> what is this, like the modern-day Rodney Dangerfield? I don't get no respect. I get no respect at all. I get no respect at all. Take my wife, please. <laughs> all right, Rebel Greg. On the text line says, we, Ole Miss, will still dive off in the cookie jar. We just can't brag on the cookies. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if Greg's been talking to people or if that's just a keen observation. But truthfully, when you look back at kind of what they went through, there there, there was a lot of what Ole Miss went through, I think, with the recruiting classes that brought the attention, therefore brought the NCAA, the next thing you know, they're in trouble, all that kind of stuff. You could probably trace a lot of that back to there was a lot of hype and publicity. And, you know, in here, Greg uses the word, you know, bragging on the cookies. And I I do think that... Taking pictures of a... A huge amount of money on your bed. Well, it could be that, yeah. or it, it, or you know, maybe smoking in a yeah, in a, in a the, gas mask. mask. Yeah, a lot of those. Well, maybe, but just from a conspicuous consumption. Yeah, from a recruiting standpoint, I think there's something to be said for. If you notice, like a lot of the schools that are having these top recruiting classes, look at Texas A and M last year. They didn't really actually get, or have, or ask for a lot of attention for it. Or from it, they um, they were pretty quiet about it and went about having what a top four class, and maybe they did some. So maybe I'm just not paying attention. I I don't follow the recruiting coverage, you know, not necessarily like I used to. I just remember there was a certain smugness. Yeah, and so I think and, you know it was almost it had become cultural. Yeah, I would almost guarantee you. I think that was coming from the top. I would almost guarantee you that there are some people involved with Ole Miss that, you know, probably have had those conversations and said, everybody kind of knows what you have to do, but, man, just don't bring a lot of attention on yourself. Right? Because what really matters is do you win on fall Saturdays, right? Yeah. I I just would almost bet that there are those kinds of conversations that have been – been going on. So I think what Rebel always, Greg touches on is pretty accurate. Now talk about this. 
this concept. We haven't haven't heard this because we haven't kicked this around in a while. Rogue boosters. Yeah, rogue boosters. How how is a booster not going to know who the check needs to get to? I mean, you know, the excuse me, the, the cash. Yeah, they're not writing checks. Or... I, mean, I mean, are they out there just independently trying to? Hey, like, well, well this guy's good. I want to. Yeah, come on. But he's there's got to be some kind of coordination, isn't there? Hmm. That's a good or point. does that, or I mean, no, but I'm yeah, not, how do I'm, they not know? In, I'm not even a, in this situation particularly. I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm You're not trying just to, saying how does, how does a it booster work? know? Yeah, if he's not, if he's being, really not associated or, or involved, then or how does he know who's being targeted and yeah. who the team really needs and all that kind? Yeah, of thing? Yeah, I mean, uh, is that like a big open secret? Well, we sure are trying to get this guy. <laughs> is that and then everybody goes out independently yeah. and tries to pick him off? A big open secret. That's some oxymoron if I ever heard one in it. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question, Roger. I mean, word travels fast. And look, say what you want, but there are a lot of places that the fact is they have people working for a quote-unquote team site on some oh, okay. recruiting network. Oh, the network, right? You know, you've Where, got 24-7, re- you got yeah. rivals. You used to have Scout. There are a lot of schools that have independent websites out there and stuff that maybe have people who are, air quotes here, covering recruiting, but they may grease the wheels. I mean, hmm. I'm not accusing anybody. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Somebody's, somebody's doing it. Yeah. Um... Chicken Hawk's back on the line. What this time, Chicken Hawk? What's up? Come on, man. Look, the 19, that's mullet music y'all talking about. And they say that mullet music? 19, <laughs> yeah, mullet music. That ain't 1980s music, man. Look at him. Van Halen, ACDC, REO Speedwagon, Bad Company, ZZ Top, Kiss. Come on, man. Hey, That's but see, real. here's the deal. I think he was here's the deal. The pop in, the, in the 80s, uh, Chicken Hawk, uh, my parents didn't let me listen to that stuff. I was a little kitty in the 80s. Yeah, remember, Ronald Reagan was president. Uh, little House on the Prairie was one of yeah. the number one shows. It was a little yeah. different. You had to be well, a real I, rebel to get out there and get that, that rock and roll, that long haired hippie music. Yeah. Hey, Chicken I Hawk was a long haired heathen. I, I graduated in 1978, so I wasn't that old right then. I'm talking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, anyway, that's mullet music. That's all I'm going to say. Mullet Hell music. State mullet music. <laughs> See? See? I don't know if I would uh, be a fan of a hairband and start throwing a mullet around as an insult. <laughs> These days. They tease their hair mercilessly. <laughs> you know, sometimes I, you know, I have no hair on top of my head, and sometimes I wonder. If that were my only option, a mullet, would I do it or would I just stick with what I have, which is no hair on top? I think I'd just stick with what I have. How about people who are known for their, their hair, like, you know, and they, like Peter Frampton had yeah. huge hair and then right. he went bald. <laughs> right. Poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. Well, it's not often that we get to hear twice in the same show from Chicken Hawk. Uh, Res Dog sent a picture and says, is this Chicken Hawk? And it is a picture of Foghorn Leghorn from the Looney Tunes cartoons. Well, you know, I'm no I, chicken boy. I'm <laughs> I, a, say, I say, I say. I say, I say. There was a famous episode, though, where he went toe-to-toe with a little bitty chicken hawk, oh, Foghorn yeah. Leghorn. Yeah. Remember that one? He kept telling him he wasn't the chicken, and he kept messing with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I hadn't really, we only touched on it really one time. 
and it was just a mention because I think somebody texted in and brought it up. But last night on Monday Night Football, record-setting night for Drew Brees and the well for Drew Brees Saints win, yeah. but a record-setting night for him. He passes uh, Brady and Peyton Manning as the all-time leader touchdown passes in the uh, NFL. It's just an incredible night for him. Now, I said this earlier, that if you look at the NFC, you've got four teams sitting there at 11 wins. There was a nugget. I didn't retweet it. I don't know how to pull it back up. But there was some type of nugget about the rarity of having four teams in the same conference sitting at 11 wins all at the same time. This does not happen, has not happened very often in history. Kind of lets you know how lopsided it's been for some of these. Here's your parity. Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Green Bay 11 and 3. But the thing is, okay, so they're 11 and 3, but they only have a one-game lead over Minnesota in the NFC North and Minnesota sitting there at 10 and 4. The Saints are 11 and 3 and they have a huge lead in that division. Tampa Bay sitting there at 7 and 7. So they've got a four-game lead. They've you know, nobody could get close. They've obviously wrapped up the division. That's done and over. Uh I I said there's a one-game deal, but the Green Bay Packers oh, excuse me have already clinched their playoff berth. I just don't know that they've necessarily clinched the division. No, they haven't. They're in the playoffs, but they haven't clinched the division because they only have a one-game lead over Minnesota. But division champs, New Orleans. Then you look at NFC West. Two teams in that division that are 11-3, and three, Seattle and San Francisco. And um, they're both in the playoffs. But the division, at least in terms of the division winner, still up for grabs. Now... You said parity. Yes, a lot of parity. By the way, there's still two regular season games left for everybody, and the 49ers and Seahawks will play each other in the season finale. So if they both both meet this week, that final game could be uh, for the division, which plays a role in whether you're at home and that kind of thing in the playoffs. Dallas in the NFC has a lead but they have the same record right now as Philadelphia. Both teams at the top of the NFC East are 7 and 7. Now, here's what I was going to say. You said parity. You've heard me on this show at times throw a fit about lack of parity in college football, things like that. Right. 100 and something teams, four of them really matter <laughs> at the end of all this, playing for something other than ah, let's just finish it off, pat ourselves on the back, go take finals. Okay, you know, College football is different. I get it. But we talk about parity. You think it was better this year? In college? Yeah. No, I don't. I know LSU's up there, and that's maybe a surprise, and Alabama's not. But I would say LSU probably one of about ten teams at the preseason. Anybody could have told you, hey, you know, playoff teams are coming from this bunch right here. So what about the NFL? And you praise it. I've praised it. They unquestionably are king. The NFL is king. You've got teams at 11 and 3. You've got the Saints who've wrapped up the division with two, three weeks ago in the year. But in terms of the playoffs and a legitimate shot to make a run to the Super Bowl, Dallas, who went on a four game losing streak and looked awful at times, and they just beat the tar out of the Rams, and now they're 7 and 7 overall. Tied with the Eagles. They're going to play the Eagles, by the way, 7 and 7. Meaningful games to win the division, and the winner of that division. Let's say the winner of that division finishes eight and eight, five hundred. They win the division; they're in the playoffs. And look, if the Cowboys got in as a division winner and were eight and eight, 
let's say, <laughs> but win the division, nobody would be surprised if an 8-8 eight and eight Dallas Cowboys got hot at the right time with the right matchup and played themselves in the NFC Championship game. Nobody would be surprised by that. By the same token, New Orleans, 11-3. I think they're the favorite in the NFC. I know what San Francisco's looked like. Seattle, they've got the same record, Green Bay. But watch New Orleans last night and tell me they're not one of the favorites to win the NFC. Well, would it surprise anybody that if they, let's say they get the 13 wins. They might get the 13. Let's say they get the 13 wins. Would it surprise anybody if the Saints found a matchup in the first round of the Let's say their first game in the playoff wouldn't be the first round, but their first playoff matchup and lose. Play one game and lose. No. Wouldn't surprise. To a team with the worst record, it would surprise nobody. That's what we're talking about when we say parity. Now, there are only 32 NFL teams, but an 8-8 eight and eight team, a wild card team, can step in there against an 11-12 win team and beat them and not a single solitary soul would be surprised by it. So all across the NFL, outside of teams that have already wrapped up their division, New Orleans, everybody's got meaningful games in the last two weeks, and teams that are barely 500 have still hope of winning the whole thing. Now that's parody, and that's why the NFL is king, and that is why college football is not king. And it won't be, as long as we keep doing what we're doing. Here you go, Jason. Soak it up. (laughs) Stick around. That instrument. Yeah, it's a synth guitar. I think. Jason's right. This is better. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have a problem with any Phil Collins stuff. But I'm not as cultured musically as some of y'all. Yeah, Genesis was much, much better. Much better? I think as a... As they uh, collaborated, they did. They kind of took each other's bad habits out. I got you. Uh, On this day in 1986, talking about the 80s, Roger? Wayne Dankashane Newton won a $19.2 million lawsuit against NBC News. NBC had aired reports claiming a link between Wayne Newton and mob figures. Imagine that. The reports were proven to be false, and he won $19.2 million. Now, for more on this story from 1986, let's check in with a man who spent a lot of time with Wayne Newton. (laughs) Producer Roger, who looked me square in the eye once before when I was sitting in this studio and said, hey, hey, hey. The first time I met Wayne Newton, and he started to continue, and I stopped him (laughs) because I was hooked. 
I, you had me at the first time I met Wayne Newton. Well, now I know how he could afford all that spray can hair. Because <laughs> that was about the time right after that. You yeah. told me that his hair was different every time you saw him. Yeah, you know, he's different. He's got a different era. He's got his uh-huh. different plastic surgery. <laughs> different what? parts of his face stopped moving. <laughs> I wonder what, uh, wonder what he looks like now. That's the same. <laughs> on this day in 1989, the first episode of The Simpsons oh, aired on Fox. Yeah. On this day in 1990, Olivia Newton-John appeared in the TV movie A Mom for Christmas. Don't remember that one, but I'm sure it's on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> and they're classics. What kind of movie was that? Huh? <laughs> 1993, Fox outbid CBS for the NFC TV package. National Football Conference, NFC. When was that? That was in 93. Kind of announcing they've arrived. Yeah. Fox. That's right. So on this day in 93, so you're talking about, I mean, how many years ago was that? But they haven't beat ESPN yet. Well. But they're, they're doing good. Yeah. They're tracking them down. There was some news that came out this week, Roger, that. But ESPN is a shadow of what it was. Right. And um, the rights, the, the, the cost for football rights, not only NFL, but college as well have just skyrocketed in those last 26 years i guess it is now. yeah is that right are we talking 26 years 93 yeah yeah so um yeah some of the news that came out this week was hints of negotiating and bidding wars that are about to go on as the cbs package cbs college football package West, that is one built around the SEC yeah. and the SEC game of the week and you know 2:30 Gary Danielson game You're of the week talking about their TV stuff TV okay. stuff Okay Fox is apparently putting in a really strong toe-to-toe bid they want it So I well, guess Westwood one didn't have the afternoon NFL uh this year like they they used to used to have NFL afternoon uh, on Sunday but they they lost them They lost somehow. that yeah. it, Well maybe it rotates on the NFL thing from year yeah. to year I wonder well, ESPN has had uh, Sunday foot, football. I mean, ever uh, ever since I can remember. I just know that it it would be it's going to feel weird. But then CBS has the game of the the, the uh, primetime game. Primetime game, yeah, yeah. right. It's going to feel weird on uh, fall Saturdays watching college football if the SEC game of the week someday is not on CBS. It's on Fox. It's be odd, you know. Because you get used to your crew, your guys, right. And it always ends at some point. It always changes. I remember when NASCAR was bouncing back and forth, and I, I did, you know, I liked one team, I didn't like the other, so yeah. I, I just watched half as many times. Yeah, Fluffy on the text line says the Phil Collins videos were great. The songs, I think that sound was a metal saw struck and wobbled. If I had to guess, how about that? Yeah. And he's correct. That was the call and, letter. And if you look, Roger, this is just for you. Chris on here is wondering if you guys worked together at one point back in the day. Look at that, Chris. He's texting on the text line. You can text the show, 885-ESPN. You can also call the show, 995-1059. I just missed it. Just missed you, Chris. Appreciate that. If you guys will look on my Twitter feed, it's at Radio Wyatt. Uh, my most recent tweet is a picture of Roger here in the studio. He has a football and is posing the same pose that is the cover of the Tim Tebow book 
that someone has left here in the studio. Is that your book? I think it's uh, somebody left it for Ben because he's had it over here. Okay. Tim Tebow, and what's the title of it? It's on his... Uh, Through My Eyes. Okay, so the cover of the Tim Tebow book, it has in big words, big letters, Tim Tebow, so you can obviously see that. But it's a photo of Tebow up close, like really like we're talking spaghetti western up close. You can see his eyeballs and his nostrils looking into a camera holding a football just under his nose. And he has a piece, you know, he has eye black under one eye that says through my eyes. That's the photo. And Roger grabbed the football and recreated that. And it's uncanny. Yeah. And Roger said what this really is is a before and after <laughs> in about 35 years. Yeah. Yeah. You let it, yourself go. <laughs> we should have tweeted. I, doggone, I should have tweeted it with the quote that you gave, which is, this is how it happens, Tim. <laughs> this is your future. Because Roger, you know, like a lot of us, doesn't have as much hair as Tebow does. Yeah. Uh, it garnered a retweet with emojis from Jake Wimberly. <laughs> I saw Jake in the office earlier. He tried to lure me into the cubicle across from his, and I didn't have a stomach well, you for mean it. This? Because I'm claustrophobic. Oh, yeah, these are, yeah. And if I had gotten in there, I would have freaked out. And also, that one has like the hugest desk of all of the cubicles. Yeah, right. So you have even less space in there. It's like a cubicle full of a desk. <laughs> like you can get in, you to get into the. You can get in that cubicle and sit on the desk if you want, but you're not sitting behind that desk in that cubicle. <laughs> not unless you're a little thinner. You got an eating issue, which I don't have. Ethiopian yeah. marathoner, no problem. <laughs> right. Uh, in case you missed this, you may or may not have. Southern Miss played last night against Texas Tech in men's basketball, and it was actually uh, a good ball game. Southern Miss led for much of the game, played really well. Now, after the game, the Texas Tech coach, maybe he, maybe he sort of did give Southern Miss credit. I missed it if he did, <laughs> because. <laughs> Because more than anything else, what the Texas Tech coach did was tear into his own team. And it's all over Twitter. Today you can look at it. Never a good look. uh, Look, Southern Miss led. This is 24th ranked Texas Tech. It was in Lubbock. Tech, a team that was in the Final Four at some point here in the recent Got embarrassed. Passed. But Southern Miss on the road was up 32-25. to They were up by seven last night at halftime. And then got outscored by 13 in the second half. But Texas, so Texas wins the game 71 to 65, a six point win for Tech. A close game. Southern Miss played their tails off, but fell to three and nine. Southern Miss men are 0 and 4 away from home. And Texas Tech 7 and 3. They are now 5 and 0 at home. Not a ranked. Uh, game in the state of Mississippi, but you do have some basketball uh, that's going to happen tomorrow night as Mississippi State will host Radford at Humphrey Coliseum tomorrow night. State 7-2 and two, coming off the win over Kansas State. Radford is 3-6 and six this year. Anyway, that's in the hump. Tomorrow night, Wednesday night. All right, we'll wrap things up with you here on this Tuesday in the Farm Bureau studio coming up next. So stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.
down and get funky. Go with the home team. Farm Bureau. Live. Live in the Go. Farm Bureau studio. <laughs> that sounds like our old snap count. In high school, my senior year, we had one snap count. It got us beat in a ball game because uh, we had a narrow lead over Stanhope Elmore across town from Prattville there. Oh, yeah. We had five touchdown passes in that game and wow. still lost. At the end of the game, we had the ball. They needed it back. We couldn't stop them. They couldn't stop us. High-scoring affair. And a defensive lineman for them barked out our snap. Go! And we snapped it early, fumbled it. They recovered it. A few plays later, they scored. And Dirty tricks. Dirty tricksters. You hate those guys. Oh, Lane's got some dirty tricks. <laughs> Jason on the text line says, Y'all think playing Phil Collins was bad. When I was hosting that show in the 90s, we played You Are Not Alone by Michael Jackson twice an hour. Oh, yes. I'm not a fan of slow dance Michael Jackson songs. No. I, you know, anything else Michael Jackson is the best ever. I even like We Are the World. Billy Jean, <laughs> I was okay with that. Yeah. I don't want Man in the Mirror. I want Billie Jean. How about bad? Bad? I like it. I'm okay with it. Great little video of the hat. Yeah. What was the weird Al? Weird smooth Al? Criminal. There was another smooth one. Smooth Criminal? Yeah. What was the Weird Al Yankovic version of bad? Jason was on the it? phone, you know. I'm fat? Is that what he said? I'm fat? Who's that? Oh, no, I know what it was. Uh, weird Al did a, oh, yeah, uh, a take parodies. on Beat It. Yeah. And it was Eat It. Eat It. Remember he did Eat It? <laughs> weird Al. <laughs> Still out there touring. Yeah. Michael's not. After uh, Walton says, after seven years of office life, the word cubicle makes my ears bleed. Sorry, Walton. Didn't realize it. Let's talk to Jason on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and Jackson. Hey, Jason. What's up, man? Uh, nothing much. Yeah, there was a time I ought to kill for some Phil Collins. Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got an idea how y'all can avoid talking about Trump or the frauds that are running against him. Okay. You can nominate Roger for president. Nominate Roger for president. What would be his um, platform, first of all? And I know he's not trying to win Miss America, but platform, you get what I'm saying. What would what would it be, Roger, I wonder? I don't know, man. I got more skeletons in my closet than, Too many skeletons than the in graveyard. The closet. <laughs> yeah. It could be, maybe your slogan could be, keep the skeletons in the closet. <laughs> Right, yeah. his slogan could be "normal and not rich." He wins. <laughs> there you go, just your average guy, average, average Joe. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, that's already taken. Right. Uh, well, that it couldn't be Roger the plumber; it'd have to be Roger the DJ. There you, you go. Just, well, I mean, <laughs> oh, you they elected a an actor, a comedian, to be president of the Ukraine. Did they really? Yeah. Tell me, <laughs> just tell me that the Russian president doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> was it that guy who was a comedian in the eighties? I love this country. <laughs> You remember that guy? I think I do, yeah. <laughs> was that him? No, I think it was a different guy. A different one. Roger could be, he could just run as Roger the the DJ. Jason has his slogan, normal slash not rich. Okay, <laughs> that would be it. And make, make my 401k great again. <laughs> he could be like that guy from five or six years ago who went around just and he would just repeat this to audiences. The, because the, the rent, rent is, is too high. Yeah, that guy, I love it. We got to get the rent down. <laughs> and he totally didn't know that only New York has rent control. Hey, Fluffy remembered the guy's name. I love this country. It was uh, Yakov Smirnoff. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, no. And Fluffy tells me that Yakov Smirnoff does a regular show in Branson. Okay. 
Um, I started to say maybe we need to go see him, but no, we don't need to go see him uh, in Branson. Yeah. Y'all have a good day. I'm going to get off here. All right, Jason. There goes Jason, and if you listen closely, we can hear the snowmobile from here (laughs) taking him around town. Uh, Yakov Smirnoff. They really elected a comedian? Yeah, the guy that you know that Trump had the conversation with. Yeah, uh, he's a comedian. He was. I he was didn't like know any of this. The, it would be like Seinfeld getting elected. It was like the biggest hit in Ukraine. Can I tell? Can I show you an example? Now that would of, be a funny tweeter right there. What's that? If Seinfeld was president and he was using his Twitter account like Trump does, <laughs> you ever wondered why? You know? <laughs> yeah, the Democrats. Dot dot dot. <laughs> What's with these people? <laughs> <laughs> we apparently have hit on something here. That can't be right. Why would why would eight different phone lines be ringing at once? That has to be like some telemarketer's gotten a hold of the number to the station. Roger's giving me a nod. I think that's what we're doing. Hey, let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. Let's do it. Here we go. Do it. Start recording now. They're talking a different language. Yeah. A telemarketer has called our number, and Roger I mean, has not, it. Up. All five of them at one time. Is that another one still doing Let's it? See, I'll see what that is. Yeah. See if that's a telemarketer. Also, it's still happening. Yeah, let's put them on. Let's see what it sounds like. What a notice from the customer Hello. service. Hello. Recording now. Who is it? Roger, this is really weird. They they do English and then they do like Japanese or There's, something. I'm going to guess Chinese. Look at that, though. So some telemarketer has gotten a hold of the phone number and all the lines come in at one time. So they're yeah. hitting that number and dialing all of them at one time. Yeah. And look, now it's happening to my cell phone. Look at that. <laughs> Wait a is yours ringing? Is I don't know. Ringing? Maybe I can go find it now. What <laughs> is going on? We're being hacked. Uh, we started talking about the Russian president, and all heck broke loose. Fluffy, Fluffy says that's Mandarin Chinese. Yeah. Weird stuff, man. Those Mandarin oranges. How could it be like a just a an onslaught of telemarketer calls to every part of the phone, every phone line we have? Now it's happening again, and at the same time coming through on my cell phone. What a weird thing to happen. I just figured it out. If you hang up on them one time, they, they, nope. You're trying to call back. Just, just weird. Again, if y'all could see what's happening in the studio. In fact, I need to turn on the camera and document this. Because this just doesn't happen very often. In fact, it's never happened while I was here before. I know that much. But Roger can't answer the phone fast enough because... You can see every line is lighting up one after the other. We have a flashing light in the studio to let us know when a phone call is coming in. And Roger can't answer them fast enough because the lines just keep lighting up one after the other. And each one is a telemarketer that when you do answer it, it's a re- it says something about a recording. Welcome to so-and-so bank. And Welcome to so-and-so bank. And then it's... It goes into Mandarin. Mandarin Chinese yeah. language. Yeah, here we go. Let's try it again. Here we go. It's the weirdest thing. Put it up. Is it the same? It's the same one. Welcome to TD Bank. You have an important notice from the customer service. You, it says you have you an important notice. From the customer service. From the customer service. This it sounds, like is a, incredible. sounds like one of those Asian bad guys. 
Oh, we have a deal for you. This is uh, this is like rush hour four. This is like this is how rush hour. Which one of you kicked me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of y'all kicked me? Uh, Chris Tucker. Incredible. Well, the show has uh, been hijacked, and there's no possible way we could take any of your phone calls on the Divinity Equipment phone line for the remaining three minutes of this show <laughs> because it is totally zonked out with telemarketers. Yeah, I'll take you a picture. So let me... <laughs> I'm going to do that. I mean, look, every single one of those lines is ringing. Okay, well, it is what it is. You know, and what are you going to do if that... Well, I can uh, fix it when I get off. I'm going to call the provider and have them... I'm, I'm sure that yeah. this is chewing up bandwidth. Somebody, some network administrator is uh, going, why is everything slowing down? Slowing down, yeah, yeah, sure. How about this text just now? Is it in Chinese? From, from, no, it's not. From Boomer Sooner, he says, it's Chris Brooks. He got tired of you stealing his show material. <laughs> uh, maybe so. Where is Chris when we need him? He well, can... Maybe Tim Tebow is not happy with this picture. Uh, JR texts the show, and it says, Ching, Wang, Chong, Chong, Ling, Chi. Did you get that, Matt? Yeah, thanks, JR. I did not. And an egg it. roll, if you don't mind. <laughs> Be about 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, that's just what they say every time. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, you order 50 things. Okay, about 10 minutes. Well, it's like I order uh, Mexican food takeout all the time there in Tupelo, and that's it. Give us about 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, that take me. that's about how long it take me to get there. There you go. I'll go ahead and leave now. And like uh, Everett said on A Brother, Where Art Thou? Well, this right here is just a geographical oddity. <laughs> 10 minutes from everywhere. <laughs> or, or in his case, it was two weeks from everywhere. Because <laughs> they say, I can get here in two weeks. Oh, man. Well, uh, Roger, it's been good to hang out with you, see yeah. you for a couple of days. Um, I talked about this with you off the air, but just real quick with a minute left. The Christmas party last night went well? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I heard that uh, there was a uh, – they had a DJ, played music, and that Jake and Beaver kind of got into a little bit of a dance-off. Uh, yeah, doing the Macarena. The, the Macarena? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think Ben kind of won because he pulled out an old classic achy-breaky dance. Yeah. And then topped it off with a little boot scooting. <laughs> it was odd. I, we didn't know we had that. We almost didn't have enough room in So it's kind of like the the country line dancing version of boot scooting boogie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Did you participate? Oh, no. no you didn't? no. no, no. Okay, Dave on the text line says, Great show. I've been laughing and smiling all afternoon. Merry Christmas to y'all. Merry Christmas, Dave, from me and Roger. Is that correct? like this point here Tony Joe's got. Tony Joe says, Of course Congress outlawed unwelcomed marketing calls. (laughs) Way to go! I think they figured out a loophole. Can we impeach Congress? That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I think... think the country could come together over that. Impeach every one of Everybody. them and start over from That's scratch. Right. Start over. Like a whole, like a remodel job. Nobody who's ever done it can do it. <laughs> it has to be new people. New people. That's right. Including Roger the DJ. From outside the bubble. campaign slogan is, normal, comma, not rich. <laughs> See y'all tomorrow. See ya. Go! You've been listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.